I bet you we could find a festival or a situation oh, yeah. somewhere in this country where there are just a bunch of people jumping into jello, wrestling naked. Yeah. to the very first holy number shit number one the number one <laughs> the best of the best <laughs> the very spectacular <laughs> intro to girl go, go feed, feed yourself, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we are very yes. caffeinated we are very excited and we are i forgot <laughs> <laughs> we're happy that you're here listening to us today welcome we are going to talk all things relationship health food exercise mental states careers building a business life itself all the good things about this crazy little thing called life yeah and how kind of fucked up it is but kind of or a lot a lot fucked up on the day but how you perceive it is how you experience it and you gotta laugh about it and just like right now (laughs) we are laughing for absolutely no reason (laughs) so amanda came to record over near where i live today and i showed her the very fancy frothy monkey coffee machine that is in this building and she has taken full advantage of the situation oh yes so now she is on a high Super high on caffeine, because that's all I get high on these days. <laughs> so Your past stories have otherwise, but today and for the rest of the future, she will only be using caffeine as her drug fix. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, a little bit about us, yeah? Yeah. Should we talk about ourselves for a minute? Yeah, let's totally... Do it. Yeah. Let's get to it. Okay. Um, I am a certified health coach. No, I'm not. That's you. <laughs> It's Monday, guys. Give us a break. I am a certified nutrition coach. Um, I went through a program that taught me all the basic fundamentals of nutrition and food, but also showed me all the other aspects of life around it. So it wasn't just a scientific focus. There was also a lot more spiritual and um, practical elements of life that were involved in the whole concept and the education itself. Um, The reason I got into that was I'm a former competitive athlete who for years really struggled with that pressure. Um, You know, it's a really rigorous schedule. You're not really living a normal life because while you're doing your day-to-day bit of going to school and having a social life, you're also spending 40 to 50 hours a week in the gym. So with that came uh, unhealthy relationships with food, an unhealthy obsession with maintaining a certain look to wear rather skimpy uniforms, uh, whether it was gymnastics or cheerleading. Both of those sports require practically no clothing. <laughs> so they get very self-conscious. A little self-conscious, especially when you're, you know, between the ages of 12 all the way up to 20. Like, those are your growing years. Those oh, are yeah. the years where you're really trying to figure yourself out anyway. So between all of those aspects and then coming out of competitive sports into, quote-unquote, the real world and trying to figure out how to maintain a relationship with exercise but remove the competitive aspect of it but I think once you dabble in that at a young age that competitive element is ingrained in you it's it's put into you and it's always a part of you so when you don't feel a slightly uh, competitive or higher pressure 
element to your fitness and dietary routines, I think you feel really out of place. So for me, transitioning as a young adult and going into college with college cheerleading and things, I really struggled to not take it so seriously. Um, And because of all that, I suffered with eating disorders and obsessive exercise. And to the point where I was almost avoiding going out to parties and social scenes because I didn't want to eat foods that weren't on my restriction list. Or, uh, you know, I didn't want to drink, obviously, because I knew the things by that age, what it did to me. And I, I was very aware of all these different things that would play into pushing me off my desired path, so to speak. So starting another business, not another business, a first business at 21 in the restaurant industry, and I didn't have a clue what I was doing, just decided I'm going to open a bar. Sounded fun, great concept. Yeah, it'll be great. Let's just do it. Great at 21. Yeah, great at 21 (laughs) when you don't even drink anyway, and you're not really interested in partying all night. Um, Yeah, it turned into 20-hour workdays, and then fell into opening a second one. And while I absolutely loved it, and I've learned a lot, and I'm happy that I left college on campus to finish college online while starting my first business, it pushed me into a really high-stress situation at a very young age. And pairing that with lingering eating disorders and, and you know pressure um, that I always put onto myself, I developed even more unhealthy relationships with food. And then was also in an unhealthy relationship with somebody else, um, which I took a lot of responsibility for because that person needed fixing. And naturally, when you're somebody who is a little bit more empathetic to others, perhaps, you take on their pain, and you take on their pain by then making that pain your own. Mm -hmm. So for years, I really struggled with unhealthy eating, unhealthy relationships, and I hit rock bottom. My body weight dropped to a dangerously low level, about two or three times in my young adult life. I was running on caffeine and Adderall because I would rather focus on work and life than actually feeding my body properly. And I was so consumed by this unhealthy relationship and trying to take care of somebody else that I wasn't taking care of myself. So when I came out of all of that, after coming out of rock bottom, I realized that I wanted to put myself first and I wanted to follow my passions of health and wellness. And I also learned that the food industry in this country, by owning a restaurant, is terrible. It's controlled by big pharma. Clean ingredients is, you know, not a real thing. You have to really look for it in a lot of your foods. And I healed myself by focusing on clean ingredients. And I wanted to really learn about our health system, our food system, and restaurants, and the whole food industry. And that's why I pursued becoming a nutrition coach. So here I am, an entrepreneur who owns a business that has nothing to do with health and wellness and a nutrition coach. Amanda, you have the floor. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love hearing about your story. Um, I super relate to a lot of it, um, but I also have, like, I started very differently, but I feel like (laughs) ended in the same spot for a lot of the same reasons. Total yin and yang situation happening. So... The way I grew up was super uh, different. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely did not play sports. Um, Not that I didn't want to. We couldn't afford it. And it's expensive. Yeah. And so it wasn't like part of my path. And so 
I didn't have things to keep me occupied, so I spent time smoking cigarettes behind the school and skipping class and drinking. How old were you when you started smoking? I was 12 when I started Ooh. smoking. You should have been in London. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like the London thing. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, South Florida life, <laughs> you know? State. Yeah. It's a little... <laughs> It's a little different. It's a little sunny with a side of crazy, crazy, <laughs> cray, 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 <laughs> wild child. Um, so yeah, I started smoking cigarettes at twelve. I had my first drink at thirteen, but I really started drinking at fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say I had my first drink at fifteen. I got drunk for the first time at thirteen. I mean, I got drunk for the first time at thirteen. I started drinking heavily at fifteen. Now in Europe, that's quite normal. Like, obviously, when I grew up, alcohol was never off limits. Right. So, for us, drinking was not secretive, and I think that's why, like, for me, alcohol is not that appealing. Right. Did you have to drink secretively? Um, is that a word? Yeah, secretively. I would say yes. Okay. Um, and it was just, yeah, there, there you just didn't drink till you were 21, right? Okay, that was so the there, law. there's still that kind of rule in your household. Oh, yeah. But... My, you know, my mom had some issues, a single mom of three. Wow. Um, I was the oldest and I had a lot of responsibilities. So it was my way to escape mm-hmm. and, you know, find something else to feel because I was like really struggling with the whole like way I was raised. So um, coping mechanism. Yes, it yeah. was definitely a coping mechanism. But at the same time, I knew I didn't want to end up like all the adults around me. And I was still heading down that path. And so I was, by 18, I was doing drugs. I was drinking. I was partying and acting like a fool. I was a high school dropout. So I didn't have like the best leg up. Acting like a fool. Acting like a fool. (laughs) And I was running the streets. And so... Girl gang. Girl gang. Girl gang. For real. And uh, yeah, when I turned 18, I moved out and I was like, I want to be healthy. You know, I and it wasn't even I want to be healthy. It was I want to be skinny because. Because you put, those, I put that story about white yes. jeans you told me. Yes. So I remember very vividly the moment I decided to change my lifestyle. <laughs> and it was I honor that moment. Um. She says while smiling. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember like I put on a pair of white jeans, which is never a good idea, especially if you're not like in shape. I feel like Um, (laughs) even now we're both really in shape and And I I still don't rock a pair of white jeans. No. As a small human. They are just unforgiving. They really are. When it's also the material, like it's slightly see-through. Yep. You think you look great and then you turn around, look in the mirror and you're like, like, what is this situation on the back of my legs? Like, I don't even have that without these pants on. (laughs) These pants have created a situation. You've created a monster. So, yeah, white pants, guys. That's it. Yeah, not a a good idea. And so, yeah, white pants changed my life. And... (laughs) And yeah, I looked in the mirror and it wasn't even in the mirror because I was dressed ready to go. I was sitting outside my house and 
I looked at my reflection in the window. Oh. And I was already ready to go. And I was like, <gasps> So it wasn't even a full reflection. It was no, like a slightly shadow it was, situation. And it was shocking. And I was like, I got to go change now. <laughs> and then I was like, I also need to lose weight now. And so I started like running. Um, I didn't feel comfortable in a gym. I started, you know, drinking more water and trying to not eat as much McDonald's because I ate McDonald's for like every meal. And so, (laughs) (laughs) and so I was, it, the way it started was pretty restrictive. I was really, became really obsessed with like counting calories. I did lose weight. I got down to a double zero and right now I'm like a six at like a fit six. And so I was like half the size as I am now and I'm five, four and a half. (laughs) That half matters, I feel like. You're talking to the girl who's five feet tall and a side, like, I'm like, a, I think I'm a double zero, maybe yeah. a 22, but. But we do have di- different body we types. Very different body types, but for you to be a double zero at five four. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's. It was. You've yeah. been on all ends of the spectrum. I got really, really small. And. Um, but that wasn't your normal, healthy, like maintaining. No, that was me obsessive. Right. Going to the gym for two hours a day. Yeah. Um, so it's it's act- unhealthy still, even though it looks healthier to some people. It's yeah. It's the other end of the it unhealthy was. spectrum, which and we'll talk about in future episodes. Yeah. And so I was like yo-yoing with my mindset around nutrition, and mm-hmm. and I wasn't looking at ingredients. I was focusing on fa- on calories, fats, and that's it. Like that's all I cared about. Not oh, even counting really- calories. I think we both. That's it the one thing we really obsessive. relate on is yeah. um, I used to have a journal and just sit every day. I used to write down everything I ate and it got to the point where I could say exactly how many calories was in every single piece of food yep. without even researching it. I And I still could. Yep. And the problem with once you develop that habit, it's very hard to get rid of it. And I... I mean, we'll get into eating disorders yeah. in future episodes. I don't yeah. think we should go into it too much now. But yeah. eating disorders, recovering from them, I feel, is very similar to alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Where you're in a recovered state, but there's always that part of you there. And you're always going to have to learn how to manage it and keep it at bay. Like, when yeah. you've recovered, it doesn't just disappear. Those thoughts don't just go away. It's Recovery is actually just learning how to manage those thoughts in a healthier way Mm -hmm. and then not uh, participating in those desires and and behavior patterns um, that were executed when you were struggling. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like that with, it's just like with anxiety and depression too. And it's all, it all is, it's just constant choice. I think so many times you think people think once you're healed, you're healed forever, Mm -hmm. but it's a, it's a constant daily choice in everything all of is, those aspects of things. Is. So all of that led you yeah. into yes. becoming, and I always fuck up the term, I'm sorry, <laughs> online health yeah. coach? Online health and fitness coach. There we go. So, yeah, I ended up going to school for exercise science and health promotion. I wanted to be a doctor in physical therapy. And then I also was like, yo, this food system is jacked up. And so I wanted to do something bigger in that. And I was like, 
I think super big sometimes and I was like maybe I'll get into the government health and like change the whole system of our country. Oh girl you really went there. I did and then I was like. I have a dream. I had a dream and then I changed it to something more tangible and and more (laughs) realable. Realable. I think she was trying to say relatable. (laughs) More in reality, I, just the way I said that sentence didn't work. <laughs> Let's move on. So we are unedited here at Girl Go Feed Yourself. So if you hear us all mess up, you got to keep going with us, okay? <laughs> Real life. And so um, then I found an opportunity where I could help people individually mm-hmm. and actually have a bigger impact and less red tape, mm-hmm. um, and where I could really help people change their lifestyle from the ground floor with fitness, nutrition, mindset, which all of the things, mind, body, soul. And so I went for that and I've here been doing are. that for six years and well, now it's here amazing. We are. Now here we are. Yeah, it's, uh, you have built a really great community and thrived in what you do, which is awesome. Yeah. And then we cross paths. We slid into one another's DMs, yeah. which is weird because we both love to keep a separation between real life and Instagram and still... Yeah. Still appreciate old school communication, which we will talk about today. Yes. In the next, in our little game coming up. But um, yeah, we slid into one another's DMs and it was like love at first sight. It's funny. I don't know. I think I messaged you first. I can't really remember, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I think so. The minute we met for oat milk lattes, it was like <laughs> destiny. We just knew. Yeah. That we were meant to do something, which is why that same day we decided to do this podcast <laughs> <laughs> without even really knowing each other. But like, have you ever done a podcast? No. no. Have you ever wanted to? No. no. Let's do one. Do you want to get into business together? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And here we are three weeks later. Yeah. So it's been a long time in the making. Yeah. Um, yeah. Neither one of us, neither, neither one of us wanted to really do this, but we actually have realized that it's a great outlet to utilize our skills mm-hmm. and knowledge that we've accumulated and get it out there to all of you and to connect with more of you as well. Yeah. We so. really saw like an opportunity for us to get to know each other mm-hmm. and we both had similar but different perspectives on the health and wellness industry yeah. and life um, and relationships and all that and thought we could be of value I think like our conversations (laughs) our conversations could be a value to people like when we were having coffee we were like talking for hours I don't even know it passed so quickly and then we were just like this could be a podcast could be yeah and then we were like let's and you said this could be a podcast and I was like I'm down let's do it shout out to me (laughs) Like our conversation. It was well, just... I love the idea. And then I hear the sound of my own voice now. And I'm like, oh, sorry, guys. You guys got to deal You've with it. You've got a voices. good voice. But I, f- I sound like I'm permanently congested, which is very I strange. So. I slur a lot from all my drug use. <laughs> That's not funny, but it's funny. Am... In drinking, I have a permanent slur, so. Well, I slur because I have like permanent resting bitch face and my jaw is always clenched. <laughs> and now my jaw is so tight that this... I... Permanent stress jaw. It's like a My Fair Lady situation. The the rain on the plane. Oh, no, I fucked that up already. But 
I'm just going to go with it. I'm just going to go know. with it. Anyway, guys, that's our stories Yeah. for now. You'll hear more later on as time goes on. And everything we're hearing, we're hearing, everything we're saying to one another is pretty much the first time for one of us. One yeah. Of I cannot talk. I give up. <laughs> everything okay, we bye are guys. saying. <laughs> See you later. See you never. <laughs> well, oh. well, we tried. Well. <laughs> Um, yeah, everything we are saying to one another is the first time for us. So yeah. my reactions to Amanda's stories are genuine. I'm not faking it. And she is not for me either. So no. you guys are literally going on this building our friendship journey with us. Yeah, that's so cute. Anyway, enough about <laughs> us. We want to do a little thing every single week called Fed Up and, and Fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. So yesterday when we were going over things amanda kept calling it fuck you <laughs> which was offensive but it is actually called fed up and fuck yeah amanda and i firmly believe that while it's it is necessary to be positive as much as possible and to try and look at things with a positive outlook the only way to really do that is also by acknowledging the negative um you're never going to find a positive solution or find a positive outlook if you don't identify the things that you are frustrated with in life and i think it's healthy and it's real to not always wear rose-colored glasses. It's it's just not logical to live your life that way. I think yeah. you're, you're living under a false presence there. So this game, I don't really like – it's not a game. It's not a game. This, this segment. Pra- this weekly practice <laughs> that weekly we are practice. trying to instill is to <laughs> – there's a guy – I'm sorry. There's a guy outside that is doing things and he does not realize there's a window here. <laughs> it's <laughs> the situation um every week we want to identify something that we're fed up with <laughs> and then something oh hi something that we are fuck yeah about yeah. so something that we're frustrated with something that we're also excited about yeah <laughs> and every monday we also want you guys on instagram to let us know what you're fed up and fuck yeah, yeah. about these guys are all up in <laughs> i just waved nose was like up against the gloss at you he was she he just wanted, he wanted out, a piece guys. of this um Sorry, so we're gonna it. get into it yeah did i explain that well i think I we're think laughing too much no i think so <laughs> so overall every week we're gonna share what we're fed up with this week yep. and then what we're fuck yeah about this week <laughs> and so we're gonna share that with you guys so i'll go first yeah you can go are we first, doing too. Let's fed start up with the negative. And fu- both, fe- both fed up and then both fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay. One, one at a time. Sure. So what I'm fed up with this week is. This is it, really hard for her because she's an <laughs> online fitness coach and she's always positive. It's hard. No, it's. Yeah. It's really easy for me. <laughs> um, okay. I am fed up with excuses. Um. And people thinking that you have to have some sort of perfect life to have a like healthy body, healthy mind, like a healthy rela- relationship with yourself. And <laughs> she's laughing. It's making me laugh. Um, yeah. So I talk to a lot of people and this isn't to point anybody out or to like be mean it's just my and I if you follow my personal account I went on a rant about this the other day 
but because I just finished a hundred day fitness program and people were like, Oh my God, how did you commit to something for a hundred days? And it's just lifestyle, right? You make it part of your lifestyle. And I, I just restarted a second round today and I'm going (laughs) to keep going. And that's just how it is. It's part of my lifestyle. And Um, you know, birthdays happen, parties happen, events happen, pizza happens, sushi happens, and you can still like trying to separate having a fit and healthy body and healthy mind from the fun that is life is not, is ass backwards. Like that's not reality. And I think it's not not sustainable. No. And that's why diets don't work. That's why these magazines who are trying to sell you all this shit isn't working. Because you're trying to do something that's temporary and then you bounce and then you go back to the way things were before and that's not the way it works. Like you just keep going. You have to instill some sort of routine that is easy for you to maintain that doesn't completely derail your lifestyle and it doesn't feel like a chore. Yes. And that's different Mm. for everybody. So yeah, I agree with you. The whole excuse thing, no such thing. Excuses are simply security blankets people put in place because they don't necessarily feel the motivation or the self self motivation, I should say, to yeah. get up there, get out there and make some changes. So, yeah, I mean, and things come up in life like, OK, so you can't do your workout today. That's fine. You didn't fall off. You're not you're not like failing. You just do your workout tomorrow. I mean, yeah, it it's doesn't not have gonna, to be so black and white. It's not going to totally F you up if yeah. you. I mean, I used to work out seven days a week and Mm -hmm. now I've scaled actually back to three or four and it has done wonders for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that was good. Yeah, Yeah. that was a good fed up. Fed up with that. I like that. My turn to fed up. Yeah. Um, I've noticed, I mean, I think I've been fed up with this for a while, but it's been more prevalent in my life in recent months, not just personally, but also in a work matter. Texting on serious topics. If you're trying to have a conversation with somebody and you do it over text. Yes. Okay, here we go. I'm going to rant. Here we go. (laughs) Texting is not the same thing as communicating with somebody. It is a form of communication, sure. It was designed for convenience. If you need to ask somebody quickly how they are, if you're on the go and you need to confirm a time you're meeting somebody, if you just want to say, hey, I miss you, good night, good morning, what's up? That is what texting is for. People, we need to stop texting one another about anything below the surface. You know why? The, (laughs) I looked at you like you were going to answer that. I know why. You know why. Now I'm going to tell you why. Yes. When you text anybody about a serious topic, nine times out of ten, they're going to interpret it in a negative way. Mm-hmm. And that's human. That's, that's normal human nature. There are things, factors that go into that, whether it's somebody that still suffers from previous trauma, they tend to feel like they're being attacked, they're probably then going to interpret that in a way that they're being attacked. And it turns into arguments unnecessarily. Interacting with somebody face-to-face or on the phone allows to hear tone. It allows to hear what somebody is actually trying to say in a meaningful way. Mm -hmm. Text completely takes all of those human elements out. And I've learned recently that any time I've gotten into 
slightly more serious topics, they don't end well, and it ends up taking so much more time than just picking up a phone and calling someone. And I get frustrated because if I'm trying to be empathetic or understanding, it's not being conveyed on text message. And we end up getting into the worst conversations possible, and they didn't even need to go there. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when you message someone on Instagram, instead of having their fucking phone number. Like, first off, if you ever DM me on Instagram when you have my phone number, and it's not anything to do with sending a meme or something (laughs) funny on Instagram, I question my friendship with you. If you're asking me how I'm feeling when I'm sick via Instagram, but you're not texting me, That doesn't make sense to me. It's not the same thing. Also, there's this thing on text message now called voice message. It is like a phone call as you go. So if you don't like to pick up a phone and call somebody because you're terrified that you're somehow going to die, which is like the weirdest (laughs) mentality lately. People don't want to call. They literally think they're going to die if they talk to somebody on the phone. If you are paranoid about possibly having awkward silent moments, voice memo to somebody on the text then you have time to think about your response. You can have a phone call as you go almost. And you're, you're able to convey your tone, your intent, mm-hmm. everything that you genuinely mean. And I think this is what's wrong with relationships right now. I think this is the biggest issue with friendships and just all of us in general. Mm-hmm. I told Amanda this yesterday that I think as we evolve as humans that our babies eventually are just going to be born mute. Like, they're not going to have to talk because everything is robotic. Everything's through apps. Everyone's on computers and texting. I mean, it's getting to the point now where you go to restaurants and there's robots as waitresses. Like, we're iPads for menus that explain everything. You're not going to have to talk to anybody. It's getting to the point now where human communication and, like, the art of actually talking is getting lost. And so if we can do anything as people with your relationships – with your family, with work, think things through and send a voice message or pick up a phone if it's anything that goes deeper than a surface conversation. I promise you, you will get far more positive results more frequently and you're going to get the results that you actually want. And I bet a lot of us will feel less stressed as well. Yeah. So that's my fucking fed up rant. I totally agree with that. And I think like we as humans need to remember that we're human and what is this guy doing <laughs> he's like Sorry. he was playing peekaboo with me in the window <laughs> um wow so we're not we're not droids we're not robots yeah. we're not our iPhones we're humans yeah okay. and i think like you know we have to use these things responsibly as a tool that they are and remember that we're human and that we still need that touch of you know communication which i think is such a powerful thing um and you know social media and text and technology is powerful and it's really great but used as a tool and i think we need to remember not to get lost in that yeah 100 percent, guys don't get lost i don't have a map for you yeah no treasure map here no it's no all, directions. It's all uncharted territory. No jippus when you're lost. No, <laughs> no social jippus. No social jippus. Um, so with that, oh, we have to do the fuck yeahs fuck really yeah. quick. Yeah. So fuck yeah. Okay. I'll go. As <laughs> <laughs> if you had a choice. I know. This guy's literally, he just He's ran. like playing games with us. He like, just, <laughs> like we're he little He just kids. ran from window to window with like a clown happy face and his hands doing spirit fingers and he thinks it's really funny it's like we're animals in a window that he's playing with they're <laughs> like the kids. dog head back and forth <laughs> yeah. Who's that puppy all right girl you tell me what you're fuck yeah about 
So we I'm, should probably make it short and sweet. I yeah. guess this week I'm fuck yeah about my new car. Beep beep. Beep beep boop boop. Uh yeah. So have never had a new car. Had the same car for ten years. So I'm rolling into the new decade with like Apple Play. <laughs> text or talk to text in my car guys she literally messaged me the other day and sent me it was something about recording and she wrote at the end of it i sent this through my car (laughs) i responded back welcome to the future because i've been doing that for three years (laughs) and she thought it was the coolest thing and i was like i like it here I'm excited for you. I'm yeah. excited you got a new car because now you're going to drive me more. Yes. Which means I save money on gas. Dude, I filled up the car yesterday and it was $26. What is that? Is it's that really great? good. Oh. <laughs> because I drove it to Murfreesboro, which is like an hour away. Like We're in Nashville for now, by the way. I've driven it. Like, okay, when I got the car, it was at 18 miles. And yesterday it was like 224, 224 miles. And I only filled it up once. it cost you 26 dollars to fill up yeah mine's like closer to 40 but yeah and i do drive a jet have i drive a jeep a jeep jeeps are thirsty they they're are thirsty, thirsty animals okay so what are you that's a good fuck yeah congrats on your new wheels Thanks. girl let's do a road trip mm-hmm. let's get out of this this city let's blow this popsicle stand <laughs> <laughs> let's blow this lemonade stand <laughs> um what am i fuck yeah about this week I mean, I'm really excited about this podcast. Hi. Hello. It's our first one. Welcome. Um, oh, this is tough Ooh. because oh, someone's blowing up her phone. This is tough because I'm not such a fuck yeah person. <laughs> um, I'm fuck yeah about my company right now. We're launching a new brand and a new website and it's been months in the making and I'm really excited to see it go up this week. So that's kind of a work-related fuck yeah. On the personal side, I just feel like I'm in a good place this week. I feel like a lot of things have come together. It's been a lot of months of health struggles and stress and honestly probably two years of figuring out a lot of health issues and um, cortisol levels being way screwed up because of stress and unhealthy relationships and bad dating experiences trying to live this life as a 30 year old single woman Mm -hmm. and and by single I mean not married let me clarify that yeah that's as far as I'm gonna go on that subject for now (laughs) um yeah I'm excited I just feel like certain things fall into place this podcast my business my health and overall my mindset like moving to Nashville two years ago and I didn't know anybody And granted, I've been traveling for a lot of it, so I've not been here for two full years. It's a tough city to move to when you're used to bigger cities. It's, you know, if you come from London, D.C., I lived in Chicago for a little while. Like, this city is not not so big, and it doesn't offer um, so many things. So it's been a little bit of a change, and I'm enjoying it for now, and I'm starting to think I came here partly for this podcast. We'll see. But yeah, there's definitely moments where I'm I'm not connecting necessarily with where I'm living and it it can weigh on you, I think. As mm-hmm. especially as a single woman trying to build a social life in in a new town and your friends are far away, it's it can weigh on you. So I'm just happy right now I've changed my mindset and really I feel good about things. So that's my fuck yeah. Yes. yes. That's so good. I love that. Thanks. So now we're going to talk about 
someone else's fed up fed up so we asked you guys last week to let us know some things you're fed up about on instagram and we're gonna do this every week and we hope you guys will participate every monday otherwise we're just gonna have to make something up <laughs> pretend somebody submitted <laughs> like i feel like podcasts do you think people do that they think, do do that. I think some of them probably like do. Like, so many like, people have been asking about my makeup routine, so I'm going like to share it. influencers on Instagram. Exactly. Like, no one, literally no one, influencers, all you guys have been asking me. What I'm eating in a day or <laughs> what my Trader Joe's purchases are. I'm like, yep. honey, no one asked you that. Yeah. Like, no yep. one asked you what foundation you're wearing today. Yep. But if you want to tell me, go right ahead. Yes. You, you go, you boo-boo. You go, girl. You go, boo-boo. <laughs> Do you boo-boo? So where is this person's handle? Okay. So Lavender loves herself. Oh, I like Um, Lavender. Me too. Hi, Lavender. And she said that, so the question was, what are you fed up with being told in the health and fitness world? And she said, before and after pics are toxic. Ooh. Oh, did she say are toxic at the end? Yeah, she did. Oh, I missed that memo. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. I think there's mixed, mixed feelings on that. Um. I think they can be toxic. Mm-hmm. I think the problem with before and after photos, it's kind of like when people post what they eat in a day photos. Mm-hmm. There's bits of information missing out that are important. Um, you can post a before and after photo of doing a workout for you know a specific workout routine for 100 days or three months or however long and show those results, and that's great. More power to you, but I think the issue is you're not disclosing, say, the day you took that before before photo that you were extremely hungover from binge drinking and your body's probably puffy by two to three pounds and maybe your muscles aren't as defined as they normally would be or you maybe ate too much sodium the day before and that's why you look a certain way in the before and then the after you're super lean because maybe while you have been working out more and differently, you followed a juice cleanse, which... I despise or you switched to a vegan diet and you eliminated old processed foods like of course you're going to see changes in that regard as well or you got out of a unhealthy relationship so maybe your before photo was when you were really stressed out and unhappy and the after photo is when you worked out better you ate better but you also you know went through some self-healing and got yourself into a better mental place and I think all of those things need to be disclosed if you are posting a before and after photo. I don't think it's fair to put that kind of thing out there and wanting other people to take note from it without really disclosing those things and being thorough. And I think pregnancy before and afters are the, that to me is toxic. I, I really question before and after pregnancy photos because I, no two pregnancies are the same. People handle pregnancies very differently. And some people can lose the weight really quickly right after without even trying. And some people can't and they really have to work out. And Mm -hmm. that is all dictated on hormones. I'm sorry. You can tell me that a workout program got you your post or pre-baby body back. That's not the only thing. And so I agree when it comes to before and after photos with things like pregnancy where there's a lot of other issues or factors going in like hormones, um, medications you may have to be on you know, prior to being pregnant that you had to stop taking while, you know, birth control even can control your weight before and after. So I agree those are toxic Mm -hmm. because I don't think we should be comparing our journeys as far as certain natural things like pregnancy. But when it comes to before and after of fitness, 
I mean, I've definitely taken them personally. I used to be a diehard Tracy Anderson method follower, and I did her program for years, six, seven days a week. But as a small person, I felt really inflamed. I was actually holding on to, say, two or three pounds of inflammation, and I couldn't figure out why, you know, say my size double zero jeans felt tight. Mm -hmm. And I know to some women you're probably rolling your eyes like, oh, shut up, you're a double zero. But I'm sorry, when you're five feet tall, three pounds on me is going to feel like ten pounds to somebody who's 5'10". Yeah. Okay, it's all relative. Yeah. So when I switched from Tracy Anderson to doing P-Volve, which I'm a huge fan of, it, within three months, I saw that my body, my inflammation levels went down, my cortisol levels dropped, my mental state felt better because I didn't feel exhausted, and my diet changed because my appetite changed because mm -hmm. I wasn't so exhausted that my body wanted more and more calories. When you're exhausted and you're not sleeping well and all of those things, your body craves more food than it actually needs. Yeah, and you have weight gain too. And you have weight gain. There's all these and... other factors. So the reason I've never posted a before and after is because there's so much more to it than just the fact that I switched from a really unnecessarily intense workout that really didn't have any good backing to a program like Pevolve where there's a lot of thought and energy and, and time put into it and it's a really well-practiced thing like I do give credit to Pevolve for getting my body back to balance but I also give other factors credit as well like changing my relationship getting out of an unhealthy one uh, doing things for me more sleeping better like working on my anxiety so I think if you're going to do before and after photos again just be honest like fully disclose things and don't act like an expert if you're not. Yeah. You know, keep it about yourself. Don't try and project onto other people. This is what you should do. Yes. And on that note, I think um, everybody's different. Like yeah, for sure. How your body responds best to low inflammatory, um, less high intensity, low impact, like less days a week because of prone, your body's prone to stress from like anxiety and whatever. And some people, you know, can do HIIT workouts. Some people, it's just everybody's different. And so you can't be like, this way is the way. This is the only way. Or like veganism is the only way. Or this macros are the only way. And um, you just have to understand that everybody's different. And so I think my opinion is like we have to use social responsibly and especially when it comes to these things like as a consumer as somebody who is looking at a before photo if you are feeling um like you're comparing yourself you need to stop comparing yourself because everyone's different that person has a different background maybe they were an athlete their whole life maybe you know they their body looks different because they have been putting their body through fitness their entire lives like my body is not naturally fit i have to work hard for it because I don't have that lifelong muscle tone and, you know, thing that people have. And my body's different. Like, I used to be able to do HIIT workouts. Now I can't. Mm -mm, I can I can do short spurts of HIIT, which I love. It, like, helps me with my brain and my anxiety. Mm -hmm. But I can't do it for longer than 30 minutes or 20, even 20 minutes. No, you, you'll talk about it. We'll talk about adrenal fatigue yes. in the future. But that's yeah. a very real thing. Yeah. And so you have to use it responsibly and, and – on two parts as a consumer and as somebody who's posting like not 
like to be mindful of what you're sharing and to be honest about your journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the toxic thing of before and afters are people who are just thirsty for attention. Well, I um, mean, let's be honest, guys. Most of the time, that's what social so, media. Social media is thirsty. <laughs> social me- I can't even say it. It's social Social media. It's dehydrated. It's thirsty. thirsty. I mean, it was developed. <laughs> it was made. <laughs> to put yourself out there, to want attention from people outside of your real world bubble. So I think Amanda makes a great point yeah. of using it responsibly. Res- oh, fuck. Responsibly. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's like drinking. Drink responsibly. Yes. Please use it responsibly. And it's 2D. Yeah, it's 2D. And you it's have not 3D. To, you have to know that it's not real life. It can't, So it's real people. But it's not real life. It's real people putting their best real moments forward in a slightly edited fashion most of the time. Yes. So is it really real? No, it's real people edited. Every, everybody. (laughs) It's edited reality. Everyone that you see on Instagram takes a shit. (laughs) Everyone has to wipe. You said that, not me. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't go there. Everyone puts their pants on one leg at a time and has boogers and... (laughs) I'm You're thinking right. of all the gross stuff. Just because we like put people on a pedestal and you need to calm down. You and need just to calm down. it's real real people and their edited filtered version. And of if themselves. you all can't figure out by now that Instagram has turned into a marketing machine and it's oh, all yeah. algorithms and the people with a million followers, it's not necessarily because of what they're posting. It's because they got in at the right time and their posts are being more visible, and Instagram picks up on who's tracking and following where, and then they make more people more visible than others. Like, it's all being controlled by Big Brother people. So you just need to be careful with that stuff, too. Like, let's – Instagram will not – I don't know if Instagram will be a thing in 10 years. I'm sure something else – I think something else is already coming out that's starting to dominate it, and I can't remember the name of it. But our younger – I would like to know because I love me the gram, but – I'm a little afraid of it, but um, (laughs) – I'm afraid of what's next because Instagram's not going to be the be all end all. But yeah, yeah. the point of this is with before and after photos, just be mindful. Don't compare yourself to others. And if you are interested in results somebody else got, like I have people that message me now and again about Pevolve and I love, love, love giving insight. But I'm very honest with them. I say, yeah, it's Pevolve, but it's also my diet's changed and my stress levels and I eat more. I focus so much more on clean ingredients now. Because it helps me with my inflammation and my anxiety and my stress. And if I eat processed food, I wake up more anxious. If I I drink decaf now because if I have caffeine, my anxiety goes through the roof. And then my body gets inflamed. And I promise you the next day, my abs don't really show. Like there's certain things that really play into it. So I think for you, really sit down. If you're going to do it before and after, keep it real. Be thorough. And yeah. that's... That's our That's preach that. situation. We could easily stay on the soapbox for hours. But, but we're going to get we're off gonna the move soapbox. on. <laughs> and we're going to talk on. about something that is a really interesting subject. Um, it's something I learned in nutrition school. And Amanda, I don't you weren't really aware of it when we started having this conversation. But not, you read up not, a bit. Not the concept, but. The actual, the idea of it. I think yeah, you weren't aware that it was structured in yeah, this way. Right. Um, so I'm going to read a quote. And it says, (laughs) when primary food is balanced and satiated, your life feeds you, making what you actually eat secondary. So there's a concept in life about primary and secondary foods. And what you see on Instagram, what most people talk about is just diet and exercise. 
diet is a secondary food. It is actually not a primary food in your life. Primary foods are things like your career, your relationship, your spirituality, recreational activities, and physical activities. Exercise is secondary to your diet in some ways. And I'll I'll get on to why I'm saying that in a minute. But what we need to start looking at and realizing overall is that you could have the best diet in the world. And, And obviously definition of best diet is different to everybody. But for instance, we'll use veganism or plant based. You could be eating completely clean, completely plant based, fully clean ingredients, no processed foods, low sugar, no sugar. Uh, I guess similar to say a diet that I follow where I don't even eat fruit because my body can't, I can't digest fructose that well. So there are periods in my life where I've followed the cleanest diet thinking it's going to make me feel a hundred percent my best. And guess what? I still didn't because I didn't focus on my relationship with my career. I didn't focus on my relationship with somebody else. I didn't analyze the relationship I had with myself and I was taking my physical activity to an unhealthy place where it was too much all the time. And until I actually focused on all those areas of life and altered them in a way where I felt happy and content, that's when my diet actually influenced my body and helped my body and actually was a good contributing factor. If you are eating super clean and you are in a miserable marriage and you wake up every day feeling miserable, it does not fucking matter what you are consuming. I promise you. On the other side, if you are ecstatic in your life, you love your career, you have the perfect husband, great house, three kids, you're going to Pilates classes every day (laughs) and you're just fucking on cloud nine. But then you go and eat McDonald's every single day and you consume six Starbucks lattes in a week full of, I don't even make me tell you how much sugar is in a Starbucks latte. (laughs) Don't get started on that. This pumpkin spice bullshit, not so healthy. (laughs) If you're consuming foods in that manner, you're still not going to feel your 100% best. I promise you, your mind is not going to be there. When we consume sugar, when we consume processed food, it affects your mental state. Much like when you are in an unhealthy relationship, you are stressed out about your job, you're miserable, you're altering your mental state. Mm -hmm. So as humans, we all need to think about all of these factors like a pie. Diet and exercise are two pieces of the pie. The rest, relationships, financials, um, career, physical activity, spirituality, those are the rest of the pie. And you you can't expect to have a full pie if you're only fixating on two different things. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, like, you can't – and it's not feasible that the entire pie is going to be full all the time. No, it's not reality. You're not going to be – you know succeeding in all all pieces of the pie forever all the time because life isn't perfect and that you go through through periods of imbalance but I think you should be um paying attention to every piece of that pie for a holistic healthy lifestyle because Mm -hmm. if you're only focusing on nutrition and exercise but completely in the shitter with everything else you're going to be miserable but then you're like completely great and everything else and really shitty and diet and exercise you're going to feel miserable Mm -hmm. so I think you need to have a focus on spiritual mental health physical nutrition relationships your job and all those things need to be a focus Mm -hmm. um otherwise you're gonna you're it's just not going to be good you're not going to be getting the you're not maintaining balance and yeah 
I mean, we have to wrap this up in a minute, but yeah. the the biggest thing, unfortunately, when you get on Instagram or you talk to other people, and I have, I've got some wonderful women that text me and ask me for advice on what, what they should be eating, be, or what do I eat in a day? I get a lot of that because they're not healthy. They're not healthy. They're not healthy or happy. <laughs> Word combining. Mm-hmm. They're not healthy or happy with how they're fitting into their clothes they're not happy with it they're not happy with their image well I say to them yeah but you're also texting me saying you're unhappy in your marriage you're also texting me and saying that you need to go find another job because you're you know financially stressed or you don't know what job to go get because you also want to work from home and you're anxious you need to go look at all of those other things because I promise you the minute you get your mind right your body is going to follow okay so There's a big discrepancy in our society, in our world, that it's all about just food and exercise, and it's really not. And we need to talk more about perspective. We need to talk more about relationships and dating, and we will definitely get into relationships and dating because, my God, those can completely derail or improve your health depending Mm -hmm. on your mental state and your perspective. But I just think it's important that we look at a variety of factors, and you need to realize that diet and exercise are just a very small piece of the puzzle, Mm -hmm. and... You can put all your energy into that, but you're neglecting the rest of your life. Yeah. And that's kind of the premise of what this whole podcast, podcast is about. about. Yeah. We want you guys to feed yourselves in all areas. I, yes. You need to put yourselves first. Be a selfish bitch. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, yeah. I mean, I'm all I for it. I think that's a fuck yeah. That's a fuck yeah. Be a selfish <laughs> bitch. Like, focus on your exercise. Focus on your diet. Yeah. But you know what? If you're not happy with your job, work on changing it. It may not yeah. happen overnight. You want to go be an entrepreneur? Like, we're going to talk about how to how to do that, yeah. how to go off the beaten path, which is something I've done since I was 21, and it's been fucking scary. Mm-hmm. There, have, there oh, yeah. have been years, months, even recently, where I'm not sure it's going to work, and I'm going to have to go yeah. try and get hired for a 9-to-5 job. It's I'm ha- like that. <laughs> it's like that. But I promise yeah. you, unfortunately, if you're destined to be an entrepreneur, you're not going to get hired <laughs> for a 9-to-5 job. That's it also happened. It's just not going to work out, and yeah. it's... You've got to go into these things in life with the right perspective and making sure that you are fully excited and happy about it. And that's what we're going to talk about forever. Forever. <laughs> For as long as you guys listen to us <laughs> rant and rave. Yes. And we'll bring on experts too. We're going to bring yeah. on comedians. We're going to bring on nutritionists. We're going to bring on um, doctors. We're going to bring on plastic surgeons. We're going to bring on relationship coaches. We want to bring on as many people as we can possibly learn from because we want you guys to hear a lot of opinions and perspectives as well. Yeah, we have big plans for this. Big plans. Get ready. Get ready. Buckle your seatbelts. In her new car. (laughs) Everyone fasten up. We're going for a ride. (laughs) Creepy. A creepy Uber driver. (laughs) And just smiling the whole time. Not blinking. Like a psycho. Not blinking. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to take a sip of my oat milk decaf latte while Amanda pulls up what we're going to do next. We're going to do a little would you rather with one another because we need to learn more about one another and we think it's fun. So here we go. I think we should do two because our time. Okay. What do you think? Yeah, I guess we can't hang out with you guys for too much longer. Sorry. We got Got to get back to the real world in a minute. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to ask you first. <laughs> God. Um, I feel like this one's fun. First off, I'm a Libra. Oh, so I was going to ask you. I'm a Libra. September 23rd, baby. Okay. Well, it's, guys, do not DM us and tell me I'm Virgo. I will 
kill a bitch, okay? I am not a Virgo. I am a Libra through and through. <laughs> I hold on to it. I resonate with the scales. I wonder what your moon is. I, you know, I tried to look up the other day and I just got so overwhelmed by it. I was like, it's there's six different moves, moons and six different ways of rising. And this oh, is just getting. I'll have to show you the app that I use. Okay. It's show me the app. Post-star. Sometimes it makes me feel like I need to run off and do like ayahuasca in the woods. I know. And, like Get all hippy dippy with myself. Um, but yeah, I'm a Libra, which means I'm indecisive as hell. So when I get questions like this, I panic. Yeah. It's, it's like picking a restaurant. I have to make my, the guy I'm dating pick restaurants because it's just too much. Yeah, too many options. And I want it all. In um, the words of Freddie Mercury, I want it all. <laughs> and I want it now. Okay, so would you rather have unlimited international first class tickets or never have to pay for food at a restaurant again? Oh. That's just rude. You got to pick. Yep. Because I love traveling is my... I travel... I try and travel every month. Um, I cannot stay in Nashville seemingly for more than three weeks at a time. (laughs) So traveling is, oh, that's hard because I love food and I love trying new restaurants. Obviously I used to own restaurants, so restaurant concepts is a weakness for me. Um, I'm going to go with uh, international unlimited international because that's way more expensive than the amount of dollars i put into food yeah i feel like it's worth it the amount of money i would this here we come here's shanna getting analytical the amount of money i would save by not buying plane tickets is much larger than the amount of money i spend on food on a on a day-to-day basis so yeah and it's first class international bougie yeah which also probably well no airplane food not gonna go there guys unless you're flying qatar airways or maybe virgin do not eat the airplane food, guys. You want to talk about clean ingredients and maintaining a healthy it's healthy not. mindset and body while traveling? It's not in the airplane food. Bring your own food. Yeah. And we'll, we will definitely talk about tips and tricks when traveling because I've actually really adapted a, an easily maintainable workout and dietary routine while, while traveling to the point where, like, I actually, when I'm traveling, probably get into better shape, funny enough. So, yeah, same. yeah we'll talk about that. But, yeah. Take me away, baby. International first class private chat life. I will grab a seat next to you because Come on, I girl. choose the same. <laughs> Let's go. All right, my turn. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> um. Oh, do, 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 do. Thank you. Okay, I know it. I th- I'm gonna. Would you rather Jello wrestle nude in front of your family, or wear a diaper and act like a baby in front of someone you have a crush on? This is so a great way to end this episode. Someone that I have a crush on doesn't know me yet. We don't know each other. I don't know. Do you still have a crush on your husband? Yeah. Ooh, I just put her on the spot. I do. But if it's my... I feel like <laughs> that can't... Like, yeah, I do. But that if it's my husband now and I have a crush on him... So, no, yeah. let's go back to your husband back then before <sighs> you knew that you could do anything in front of him and he would still marry you anyway. Because <laughs> really, let's and face it. I, yeah, once you know someone surprise. will marry you, <laughs> all bets are off. He, it's a surprise that he married me when I was a psycho at 23. It's a surprise <laughs> that you married him. 
two. <laughs> we were we were both. When we got together, he was twenty two. I was twenty three. Damn. We got married at twenty four and twenty three. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm older. Rocking the cradle over here. <laughs> he keeps me young. <laughs> He's only 31. Oh, whole year. whole year. You cradle robber. <laughs> and we're both Aries. So pretend it's him where you just met. or okay. And yes, it's your entire family, Jello Wrestling. Dude. Okay, so. Guys, she looks, uh, she looks very stressed so, out to answer this. I keep, I'm, I'm like full on imagining both scenarios. And I feel like. Okay, I had a different answer before. Oh, and we, we, we went through these yesterday a little bit. Like, we didn't actually answer them, but we read them out to yeah. each other. So, <laughs> thinking about the long-term effects that could have if I na- wrestled naked. Wrestle naked? <laughs> naked. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. <laughs> Wrestling naked probably happens a lot in this country, and Jello. I bet you we could find a festival or a situation oh, yeah. somewhere in this country where there are just a bunch of people jumping into jello, wrestling naked. Yeah. Like, thinking of my brother seeing me really freaks me out. Or, like, my nephew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but there's okay. also the other side of, like, there are people in this world that probably play baby in front yeah. of each other in diapers and they're into fetishes, which yes. <laughs> I'm definitely a there's definitely that going oh on. i thought you were about to say i definitely am into that <laughs> guys you heard I'm it here so for you. into that you heard it here first exclusive she is into <laughs> fetishes <laughs> bam, bam, bam. um <laughs> yeah i think i'm gonna go with diaper all right that's yeah. the answer guys yeah. you heard it here <laughs> wrestling naked in jello <laughs> story of our lives uh, what um would you do? Oh, God, that's hard because I think about my dad. That just can't happen. Me wrestling naked in front of my father? <laughs> my, oh, I don't. Yeah, that's, and my mom that's would think scary. it's so stupid. She'd probably walk away. She'd be like, what the f- bloody hell is this? Today? Actually, my mom's past this point where she'd be like, what? I don't even know it's social media. She asked me all the time how to start an Instagram account. I'm like, you sign up. She goes, how do I sign up? with an email um i'm not sure Uh, is there like i plead the fifth do i have i have to answer this you have to or else i don't have crushes crushes are not a thing for me really (laughs) i'm too cold heart bitch (laughs) too cold heart i am a too cold heart bitch um i get crushes i would yeah, I get crushes so much easier than that. <laughs> oh, God. Watch out, husband. <laughs> I'm, yeah, no, I can't do a diaper situation or even act like a baby because I'm too British, <laughs> too refined. I'm going to go with wrestling naked and jello and hope both of my parents are not paying attention to the situation. Hope they just walk away. Hope they walk away or they're too busy to even show up. So, what would you guys do? Let us know. Yeah. Wrestle naked in a vat of jello or pretend you're a baby in front of your crush. Ooh. Yeah. I bet you 10 bucks though your crush is not going to talk to you after that. So <laughs> Probably not. If you They'd want my like word of advice, don't go with that option. Yeah. You'll be single forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of us are looking that way anyway. No. <laughs> 
Anyway, guys, that's it. That's all we've got time for this week. Yay. We want to hang out with you longer, but we've got real lives to go see, too. I've got to go walk my dog. And you. Actually, I have to go to work. Let's be honest. Yeah. I need to go pay my bills. Pay the bills. So click, follow, subscribe. Girl, go feed yourself. It's our handle everywhere in the stratosphere. And if you are joining us from iTunes, Apple Music, I guess it is, or Spotify, go follow us on Instagram. Girl, go feed yourself. We are definitely asking for your thoughts, comments, bitching sessions every single day on Instagram. So please hang out with us on there. Feel free to message us any questions, anything you guys want to hear each week. Yeah. And next week, we're talking about cuffing, cuffing season <laughs> because we don't like it. Yeah. And we don't want you guys to feel like you have to partake in it either. So look out for that next week. Go feed yourselves. Be selfish bitches. Yes. Enjoy your lives. We'll see you over on the gram. We'll see you on the gram. And we'll talk to you guys next week. And yeah. remember, we don't actually know. But, but you, you don't, don't either. either. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Mwah. Mwah. Bye.